good. All oh, right. <laughs> well, hello. Yes, merhaba, hoş geldiniz. Uh, wow, you know, we I haven't would... done our welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy in a while. We haven't. I was just about usually to say. Usually we kind of just get into it. Get into it. it. Well, because usually we're chit-chatting when we start That's recording. That's true. <laughs> we, and the chit-chat we were just having wasn't Was not record. podcast appropriate. Yeah, it was not podcast appropriate. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so we haven't said this in a while. I'm Kristen. And I'm Ashley. And this is Dizzy for Dizzy. <laughs> that's right. The podcast where uh, two we... friends gush about Air Kenji Koo. That's right. <laughs> that is correct. So. so, I mean, I know that we probably have some. Yeah, a little bit um, of housekeeping. Mm-hmm, question of the week, that kind of a thing. Yeah, we have a couple things. Um, so one is all uh, we have two new early birds one i don't know if she's a listener yet because she's currently watching the series oh yeah brit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh she was found on twitter after all of the crazy e-voting uh madness yeah we converted a marshmallow we converted a marshmallow the fandom converted a marshmallow <laughs> and she fell in love with the show she's mm-hmm. been pretty much live tweeting as she's watching she's like on episode 15 or 16 she's right now tearing through it she is so fast te- oh yeah super i mean fast. that's so typical oh right i mean she started probably i want to say a week ago for that the day right. we're recording that sounds right so that yeah 15 episodes <laughs> in a week and she's like got a kid and a job so <laughs> she's like not sleeping but it's been really fun i mean i feel like we've all been there uh-huh. so. and then uh, Ashley and I found a girl named Priyanka mm. in a group in an author fan group that has nothing to do with Erkenji Kush. Mm-hmm. Ashley had tagged me in this post that reminded her of a John M storyline. Yes, and this girl uh, came into the thread and said, "Hey, I'm just you know button in here, but you wouldn't happen to be talking about a Turkish TV show, would you?" Uh-huh. And we totally met an early bird in the wild. Yep, so. <laughs> and. Yeah, so I chatted with her a little bit, and she was going to start listening to the podcast. And mm-hmm. she even – she's also into K-dramas, so she sent us a list of K-dramas a to try. A huge list. Oh, my gosh. So, so overwhelming. Uh-huh. But I appreciate it. Me too. I do. <laughs> and I love, like – Kristen sent it to me, and I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And like, I was expecting, like, five shows. Uh-huh. It's like this, it's like this extensive. <laughs> but I like it because she says, like, good, great, fantastic, awesome. So she, like, has them rated. <laughs> <laughs> so funny that's so good i love it Anyhow. well and I, especially something like that if i were to decide you know i want to start watching k-dramas mm-hmm. i wouldn't know where, where to, to start, start. at yep. all so. but i know that that's kind of a commonality that right. some people who are into turk dizzy also um really like k-dramas yeah so you know the the knowledge that there's kind of in in some ways um a similar fan base uh-huh it's like okay it it's it pro- honestly makes me more inclined to watch yeah them. it honestly sounds like something we'd probably enjoy if we got into it <laughs> the dog is scratching at the door jack is scratching to get in <laughs> oh, we'll poor see. guy i know my husband's home so we'll see if he trots back down the hallway yeah. to jason um so yeah i just wanted to give them a little shout out and then i do have a couple of um question of the week answers yeah i did want to read this first because we haven't gotten a love story in a while 
Did we get one? Uh-huh. Oh. So I not in an totally email. We missed it. Oh, okay. And it was sent on my, it was sent to me on my personal Instagram. Oh. So uh we there's a girl we talk with a lot. I love her on Instagram. Her mm-hmm. name's Julia. Mm-hmm. And but we started following each other on our personal account okay. too because we chat so much. So she sent me uh how she met her husband, who is Turkish, by the way, guys. Uh, anyhow, so she shared her story with me and I was like, oh my gosh, like, would you mind if we shared this on the podcast? Like, if it's okay with you and your husband, because we did a love story episode a while back and it was a lot of fun. So I got her permission. So I want to read that really quick because it's cute. So Julia writes, I got laid off from my first post-grad job after only a few months and was feeling so lost. So I decided to travel to London to visit one of my best friends, a Turkish girl from Istanbul who was working there at the time. We were staying in this random suburb and I was taking the train into London every day to hang out and do touristy stuff while she worked. One day I missed the train because I had convinced myself I had a fever. I didn't. (laughs) And I wanted to go to the pharmacy to get a thermometer because my crazy self thought that I caught Ebola at the (laughs) airport. (laughs) And she says... I waited on the train platform for a long time for the next train to come, sitting there with a thermometer in my mouth, LOL, until I saw a really cute guy enter the platform. I stashed that thermometer so fast. I have like zero game. So I was just sitting there looking at him periodically when he was looking at me, or and I saw that he was looking at me too. It got time to board the train and he got on after me in the same cabin. I sat in a window seat and he chose the aisle seat across the the aisle seat in the same row across the aisle. Mm. Uh, we were moving for about five minutes when he got up and asked if he could sit on the aisle seat next to me. Dang. So I figured he liked me or something since he already had a seat and clearly didn't need to move. But he proceeded to sit in silence and play with his phone. <laughs> she goes, finally, we were a couple stops away and I knew the window of opportunity was closing. So I decided to pretend to be lost and ask him <laughs> what stop we were at. <laughs> Ashley's hearing this for the first time. (laughs) Getting it done. Uh Oh, I love that. So good, right? (laughs) So she goes, turns out he had no clue. (laughs) I knew letting this play out could be disastrous. So I tried to be smooth and be like, oh, here, I have a map in my phone app. (laughs) And she wrote in parentheses, LOL, not smooth. But talking about directions got us talking. And that's when I found out he was from Turkey. Since I was staying with my Turkish friend, we already then had something in common and the conversation just flowed. Okay. We exchanged contacts and the rest is history. So Mm -hmm. our our first date was on the London Eye. Then three months later, I was flying to Istanbul to see him for the first time. I'm sorry. I was flying to Istanbul for the first time to go see him. Oh, okay. We traveled back and forth and did long distance for a while until he eventually left a really good job and moved so we could be together. Uh, wow. We were married within a year of him moving. Moral of the story, don't be afraid to talk to strangers on public transit. Hypochondria can be a good thing, and <laughs> getting laid off from a job can be the best thing ever. <laughs> I also, love that. Uh-huh. Also something crazy. My friend that I was visiting actually had a mutual had mutual friends with my husband, so they were kind of in the same circles, but we had never met. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Next- it's crazy how small the world is. I know. I'm I always shocked at these types of stories. I totally agree. Where you have like parallel circles of yep, uh, that have never social like circles crossed. or stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, even just like for example, me and my husband, mm-hmm. we grew up at five to ten minutes from each other. Yeah. Our homes are like maybe a quarter mile away from each mm-hmm. other. Our childhood homes. Um, 
And for one, maybe two years, mm-hmm. we were at the same elementary school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we never met. Yeah. Well, and, and it's it's kind of because I ended up at a different middle school than I was supposed to be at. And okay. then because of that, I went to a different high school okay. than I should have gone because of my neighborhood. Right. Um, and so we didn't go – we didn't really go to school together even though we should have. Right. He played baseball. I played softball. Kristen and I, I know often I was, went to high school baseball games yeah, I was just where we say, probably would have seen him we around. We probably watched him play. We probably did. Yep. It's like there are all these weird parallels. Mm-hmm. My sister worked with his mother yep. and, for years. And wasn't he like a cousin by marriage to somebody you yes, know too? Yes. I have one of my friends growing up. Her cousin is also his cousin. They share <laughs> yeah. they share an aunt and an uncle. Uh-huh. They're not directly related, right. but they share an aunt and an uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like connected uh-huh. in all these Weird. really bizarre ways. But I didn't meet him until I was 19 years old. Yep. Yeah. Insane. I know. Weird stuff. Well, yeah. Like, what if Julia hadn't gotten laid off and then just decided to go traipse off to see her yeah. friend in London? Like, yep. The craziest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's so I was like, oh my gosh. I know you were just telling me this to tell me. Would you mind if I shared it? Yeah. So... Anyhow. So good. So yeah. I was like, oh yeah. So as a reminder, if you guys do have any love stories you want to share, we love to hear them. Mm-hmm. So we might not do an entire episode on them again, but it's just fun to pepper them in throughout our regular episode. For sure. So moving on to uh, question of the week. We mm-hmm. got a couple of responses and I'll go over a couple of Julia's again. Julia responded to that too, but she pointed out some good stuff. Mm, okay. Uh, so question of the week answer, which of course was how do we feel about how John yes. reacted and calling Son Sonem sent his mm-hmm. and how he, you know, threw the money at Fabre. Yes. And, yeah. So she says, uh, I didn't like John's reaction to her selling scent, but I think it has way more to do with Fabre than feeling ownership over her scent because he supported her so much in the future mm-hmm. regarding that scent mm-hmm. without being too spoilery. Uh, so now rewatching this episode. Knowing what's coming, I feel differently. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did have a random thought that she said, I loved Ashley's analysis of Emre. That ac- mm. The actress who plays Jada also plays in a really aggressive flirt, by the way, in another DZ. So she's like, I think that's just like her typecast. <laughs> um, and then she also says she loved how they abdicated against animal tourism. Mm-hmm. I think at that moment when John was talking about the elephants is when Julia says, oh, this is now my favorite show of all time. (laughs) And then she says, she will always act. See, now this is interesting. She says, I will always have a little soft spot for Osley as a writer for bringing up animal issues despite some of her missteps. She also makes a point of associating Fabri with animal testing to seal the deal on how evil he is. Mm -hmm. (gasps) That's such a good point. And she says, I know everyone, me included, wants to know Aisha's vision for the full story. Mm -hmm. But I also wish I could know what Osley's would have been. Before Hmm. they begin the transition back to Aisha, I got a feeling Osley was going to let John M. get married. And Mm. I'm really curious what the vision there would have been if we had gotten more married episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, s- some more points for Osley. This episode, I felt, was had a lot of symbolism. Yeah. Um, she really does a lot of parallel yes. kinds of dialogue I that I hadn't really noticed um, until, again, this rewatch mm-hmm. the second time around. So, yeah, it's true. I think, I think for me, I think I was just talking to um, Dina, who's actually a real life friend of ours. Mm hmm. I saw her the other day and she was saying it seems like she that Osley had a really good grip when she first came on to the show. 
which yes. so far is, is being proven the, true. We're still in the early mm-hmm. days, yep. So it's just that it only she, seemed to be the latter yeah. ones when it was kind of felt like floundering. Yes, like she didn't really know where she was headed. And so it was kind of like, let's just make all the tropes happen, mm-hmm. like kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Uh, another answer from uh, our listener, Moran. She says, I don't think he crossed a line. Besides, I believe the whole he can't say her scent belongs to him or any other man saying something like that to a woman completely depends on the situation and the couple's relationship, which is very true. It is. You can't really judge it unless you're part of that relationship. Everything has its context and might look sound wrong to one person, but they don't know what the insides of that relationship might be complete, might be completely okay and even romantic to whoever is in that relationship. Yeah. Since we are insiders into John M's relationship, we all see it as super romantic and melted when it happened. I doubt anyone following the show cringed at this point. Yeah. If, for example, Fabri would have said to, that to Son M, we would totally freak out and see it as something wrong. <laughs> or even if John had done it in the first few episodes. Like a picture in a bedroom. Oh, Context I is know. everything. Gosh, so disgusting. <laughs> Let's wait till we get there. Oh my gosh. In like 19 weeks. Gosh. Yeah. I will never get over that ever, oh, ever. neither will I. So gross. <laughs> um, so yeah, she just goes to point out like if we had seen, you know, John do that earlier even, totally. it would have been like, who the heck do you think you are? So context is everything. Right. And I totally agree. Uh, Christina wrote, um, she's so cute. Oh, she said, thank you for mentioning my comments in your podcast because I read one of her responses mm-hmm. last week. I believe John handled the perfume perfume fiasco as a man driven by love he fell hard for son m their love was attached to that scent and he was afraid that maybe it may fade in time if he was not careful you know the trust issues and his family history mm. which i think is all a good point he would yeah. do just about anything to protect what's his possessive john bay in this episode was also driven by the fact that that the kind of smell fabry's motives oh no i'm sorry let me start that over possessive john bay in this episode was also driven by the fact that he john can smell, in quotes, Fabri's motives towards Sonem and the personal attack on him. Mm-hmm. And she says, also, the writer in charge must have been dropping clues on how John's character would act, and we witnessed this later on. Hmm. So, um, Fatima, she just wrote, I thought this was funny. This isn't an answer to the question, but she wrote, I just finished listening to your latest episode, 19, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, uh, 20. And she said, PMSL, which I had to, I'm old. I had to Google that to know what that acronym was. And it meant it's pissing myself. Um, laughing? Laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, my gosh. That makes me feel really old. I know. So she said PMSL when you described uh, the reaction to the ending of 20 when everyone watched it live. <laughs> oh, so hot. Caveman John. My ovaries are exploding. She's <laughs> yeah. all spot on. Yep. And then Christy wrote. OMG, I was listening on the way home to episode 20 and laughed so hard that people were looking at me, especially when all of a sudden I heard, but arf, because I said that at some point, I think, in the last episode. One, one of us did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably about something lay-em, but. Yeah. That I is, that in case you guys are curious, I don't know if you guys are old enough for this, and I don't even think, no, you know what they are, but you weren't really a Homestar Runner fan. I wasn't, um, but. But. You were I when we were roommates, so. <laughs> yes, and there's something, this was like an old website. It was, a. they were these flash animations uh, by these two brothers, mm-hmm. and it's this, all these different funny characters. They're really stupid, but they're also really funny. 
And one of the characters, his name is Strong Bad, and he <laughs> created a comic and it's called Teen Girl Squad. And there <laughs> yes. are like 15 of these squad. episodes <laughs> of his comic that he made up that he made up and in each episode they all die these in these ridiculous <laughs> ways it's really funny but that's where i got the buff the arf, yep is because i think they're talking about a boy or something and she's like arf. and <laughs> they're just really funny yeah. i don't know if the humor would be for everybody but maybe I not but still love them like 10 years later <laughs> yeah yeah you started saying that and that's the only way i say it now yeah it's crazy <laughs> when i'm trying to be dramatic it's crazy because I've realized there are certain things from those little uh, those little animations mm-hmm. that kind of got into my vocabulary uh-huh. that I didn't really realize were from that, that right. I still say. It's insane. Yep. So I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else? No. Um, I don't really ever have. I, well, I just wanted to check <laughs> just in case. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I just have – I can't believe how many screenshots I have for this episode. I know. I think I have like 198 or something. I didn't even bother counting mine. Oh, you separate I yours separate mine because you're an organized person. <laughs> Sometimes. I like to be <laughs> wild and crazy. And chaos. <laughs> you like the chaos. Sure do. So, okay, guys. So this week, the hashtag for the episode was – gosh, I really need to play like the pronunciations or something before I attempt this. I never think to do it, though. I roll Maz. Ikili, which I know Ikili means duo. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what Iromaz was. Um, it means inseparable duo. And the literal translation of Ikili is binary. <laughs> so it first came up inseparable binary when I Google translated oh. it. But I, I know it's duo because of the DZ that I used to watch. Mutashem Ikili was okay. magnificent duo. Okay. So anyhow. Uh, and the summary for this episode is a new crisis in the love of John and Sanem. That's a literal translation. <laughs> All the work for the campaign at the agency continues rapidly. One of the models for the Compass Sport photo shoot is an old friend of Sanem's from primary school. His presence in the agency brings out the jealous side of John. There's still the mystery of the stolen campaign information and how the snow globe, or and now the snow globe is missing. Mm. Sanem remembers seeing Emery with it last and believes he's working with Eileen again. What will John's reaction be when Sanem shares these suspicions with him? And my own side note, I wrote, also, Jada is pathetic and desperate in this episode and it's cringy to watch. (laughs) So now that we know what Kristen's opinion of Jada is. (laughs) I added that at the end after I finished. I I don't blame you. I need to add this to the summary. (laughs) Well, and it's funny because... Because of the question of the week, um, it's actually kind of interesting because right away we get more context and Mm -hmm. insight into, I guess, whether or not we should have an issue with how John dealt with it. Yeah. Because the episode starts, we don't even start with a replay of that scene. We start with Sanem at home and she's thinking about the situation Mm -hmm. and then she replays it in her mind. But the way that she's thinking about it and her expression, she's all dreamy about it. Yes. And she is not upset at all nope. that John did that. Mm-hmm. And she even is, you know, says to herself, oh, he, 
the scent belongs to him. Like, uh-huh. he loves my scent so much. Uh-huh. And she loves it so much that it inspires her to make another perfume. Yes, it does. So, obviously, this is not a problem for Sanem. Right. And it was interesting because, you know, I I really like what – um. I already forgot, but whoever it was was saying, talking about the context of yes. something like that. And personally, I really kind of like the idea of in a relationship, mm-hmm. the two of you belonging to each other. Right. Like having that sense of, yes, you belong to me and I also belong to you. Right. Like, and not in an ownership sense as no. you would normally think of it. But Right. Right. But in – the companionship and in right. the trust and in the all, all the things that would kind of go with that right of like well you're you're my person and right. i'm your person and yes. like we're always going to be together mm-hmm. because we belong to each other yes so you know i think that again context and um yeah and again nobody right. was complaining when- well and two i think it's worth noting he Clearly wasn't saying it in a, like, I own it and I'm going to profit off of it. No. And he, you know, so he yeah. wasn't trying to, like, take it from her in it the sense of. It wasn't an aggressive thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I think it, all of it that. It felt more protective mm-hmm. rather than aggressive. Definitely. Maybe aggressive towards Fabry. <laughs> uh-huh. Which we're all fine with. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, whoever brought up the point of that it was directed at Fabry, yes. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, clearly, that was the issue. It wasn't the scent. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was Fabry. Dealing with something that he had no business dealing with. Right. Yeah. Because clearly it was obvious that I think if Sanem had looked like a willing participant, like, yeah, he wants to buy my perfume and I'm going to make all kinds of money off of it. Like, I still, yes, John would have hated it. John would have probably been pissed about it. But he would not have then stepped in and handed Fabri a check mm-hmm. to be like, well, too bad you're not doing it. Because right. when it comes down to it, it is Sonam's decision. But because this is not something she wanted to do, she was clearly being bullied into it. He stepped in to protect her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's funny. This is like the only episode, I think, where we don't um, pick up right away where we left off. Right. I mean, yeah, she flashes yeah, yeah. back to it, but – um, I remember being surprised because this was the yep. very first one I got to watch live. Mm-hmm. So then I was kind of like, wait, did we miss something? Because right. it always replays like the last three minutes. And this didn't. This like was later that night when she's all dream- dreamy in her room. Yes. Which, you know, I did not hate. So, yep. Uh, then what happens? Oh, next morning, basically. We flash forward to uh, the agency next morning at work. And I wrote all black John Bay. And it's like, <sighs> I know that outfit. I know. And it's funny because when you, like, look at those pieces, they're kind of hideous. Oh, I know. But. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Do you remember the the Jesus robe photo shoot that he did? (laughs) He even looked good in that. Are you kidding me? (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's unfair. It's ridiculous. It is unfair. It's stupid. It it is stupid. (laughs) It makes me mad. It's funny too because like, yep, this is not fair. Yep. <laughs> well, Dina, stupid John, you're too attractive. Dina I even, hate you. Dina, Dina even said when I saw her the other day, she was like, the, like those Turkish, like the, the Turkish men over there, they're like 
they're all good looking. Like, I was like, I know it's ridiculous. Huh? My husband loves that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, she was just saying it matter of fact, you know, not like in a... Yes. Oh, I'm sure she was. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Not in a drooly just way. Just because I know like them. Like do, yeah. Just because I know them very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. He thinks we're all crazy. <laughs> he thinks we're all crazy. Of course he does. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> it's okay. He can judge me when uh-huh. he wants. Eric was watching me watch the episode yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was like... Not meanly laughing at right. me, but he was clearly amused. Oh, yeah. It was really funny. Yep. Because I am I was like taking taking uh-huh. screenshots and writing down notes. I'm uh-huh. like laughing to myself. <laughs> and I, I look up and he's got this smile on his face and he's looking at me. I was like, what? He's all nothing. <laughs> so funny. I love it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, so they're so all black John Bay. Doren's still freaking out about the money. Yeah. And he tells her, calm down you know everything's okay mm-hmm. you keep the crew calm the storm is on me i'll take care of the storm right and he even tells her like chill i'm selling my mm-hmm. house like meaning the hut yes um i don't think it's the hut oh you don't think so? i think it's the one he took her to in 12 oh, 12 i he think tells it's, her he loves her yes i think the it's that house home. uh-huh okay. because because people knew about this house and nobody knows about the hut oh you're right and Obviously, right. he would get a lot more money for that. That's true. That home. Yeah, because, I mean, what is 800,000 Turkish liras? Yeah, I don't know. But a lot. A lot. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I guess that hut probably isn't worth mm-hmm. enough to cover what. Because uh, I think they say, like, family homes. So, like, there's something, there's a term that they used that made me think that that's yeah. what because yeah i don't think i feel like later on it also becomes clear that okay. it's not the hut um so oh yeah it comes out to like 137,000 us dollars so i don't know that that little cabin would capture that yeah so yeah i yeah. guess you're right and either way it's it's a home or whatever that means something a to house him. yeah he's selling a house and he's selling it so then duran's yeah. kind of like oh okay like mm-hmm. She kind of calms down a little bit. Like, right. she knows where the money's going to come from. Right. And then Sanem comes in and she tells him she has a gift for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, to me, was my can't-breathiest scene. Oh, completely. <laughs> I, again, got to give credit where it's due to Osley. This scene oh my gosh. is, like, one of the best yeah. scenes. Yeah ever yeah it's so i actually wrote down i wrote um i would not watch this scene with my dad sitting next to me (laughs) because the sexual tension is just so intense that i might as well be watching like it would be just as uncomfortable as watching a sex scene with my dad sitting next to me (laughs) there Oh my gosh. It's it's amazing the chemistry that they have. Uh-huh. That's all that I'll say about it is that when you have that much chemistry uh-huh. on screen, that is why this is why the fandom is like what we are. Their their husband and wife in real life like <laughs> going off, off off all these crazy things yes. because how can you <laughs> look at the two of them together? Uh-huh. And not say, no, but listen, you belong together. Yep. So 
y'all better get married yeah. and live a happy life together. Yep. Because their interaction, their chemistry, their the rapport they have with each other. Yeah. It's unbeatable. And I guess we should thank Chare as well because he has to direct these scenes. So well, not just the writing. And it is obviously sure. a huge part of it. John and Demet, clearly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bravo to him for directing scenes like this yep for us to see yeah (laughs) yeah but anyway it's it's cute because she walks in and he he kind of like looks her up and down and Mm -hmm. he compliments her outfit talks about how how nice it is and all this pink Uh like what made you want to wear all this pink Uh uh-huh and she's like well i made a gift i want to give it to you and she says it's nothing considering what you've done for me so Mm -hmm. again she's not mad about the situation And he says, what did I do? She said, well, because of me with Fabri Bay, you had to confront him. I mean, and he says, no, no, no. Let's, listen, let me tell you something. Don't use that demon's name while you're talking to me, please. I mean, from now on, it's my problem. I mean, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I <almost> said Demet. <laughs> Sanem <laughs> says, says, no, don't worry about it. From now on, it's my problem after all. The problem was about my scent. And, and then John, uh-huh. he says, oh, and it's really your scent? <laughs> I think it's my scent. And she says, what do you mean? And he gets closer and he says, I mean, that night, even before I saw your face. So he's calling back to episode one. Mm-hmm. He says, that night when we met for the first time and we get a little flashback. Yes, we do. He says... The one thing that turned my life around in the fog while I was wandering around like a ship without a sail or a wheel in this life. In this life, there are some things that never change. Do you understand? And she Mm. says, I do. I don't. (laughs) She says, and I don't understand what I do understand and what I don't. (laughs) And And she goes, this place feels a little hot. I mean, that would be all of us, really. I, I, I Nobody do. blames I, her. I don't. Yeah. I do and I don't understand what I don't. And he's right in her <laughs> face. And she's oh, like, yeah. oh, it's a little warm in here, uh-huh. I think. <laughs> so she's like, okay, why don't I give you your gift before I break it? <laughs> <laughs> so she hands it to him and he says, oh, okay, what is it? She says, this is the scent. I made it. And he had this little smile on it's his so face. It's so cute. It's he's so, so cute. happy. This is for me from flowers. You have to use this in this week's photo lineup because it's just his so, little smile. It's just so cute. Definitely, I should write myself a note so that I don't forget. Everyone deserves to see that face. Oh man, it's the sweetest. Yes. So she tells him she made it with only one flower, mm-hmm. and it's a rare flower, and it doesn't even have a name. It's called the nameless flower, um, and but it's an underground violet, and it doesn't. She says it doesn't have a match in the whole world. Again, lots of parallel yep. uh, dialogue. Yes. Um, she says it's extremely rare. She said even for me to come across it was a miracle. It looks very, very strong, but its body is very fragile. And mm. for its whole life, it's underground and it can hide without anyone seeing it. And then she gives him so a put, little sniff. She puts a drop on her hand. Mm-hmm. And- and she says, only in the spring, when he wants, it comes to the surface. And it blooms. And it even blooms underground. And then she And then she, like. <laughs> I know. She, she, instead of, like, holding her hand up. <laughs> she, 
She wraps her arm around his neck. (laughs) And she brushes it from her hand to the back of his neck. Oh, my gosh. It's so ridiculous Uh how hot that scene is. And she says it wishes that if some that someone would smell it, mm. that someone would see it. And right now they're face to face, and their noses like, are touching. Uh huh. Their yep nose nuzzling. And he says, "Did you see its color?" And she says, "I did it." He says, "Did you smell it?" She says, "I did." Did you realize that it came to the surface for you? <laughs> I love that line. So are much. we talking about a flower still? Uh huh. <laughs> And she said, I did. And then. Oh, my gosh. Who is it that comes in? I don't JJ. remember. Oh, of course, JJ. Because he's like, why am I always walking <laughs> in on these types of things? And, and me and he, do you have what he says? I don't. I just have his crazy face <laughs> so where he's like goes, terrified. Because he says, John Bay, this, the camera systems are set. And he, and they, you know, jump apart. Like, yes. Because they're having security cameras put in to try to uh-huh. catch the spy. Mm-hmm. He says, cameras record everything. It'll leave no secrets. Cameras are very interesting. There shouldn't be a camera in this room. Don't put a camera in here. Camera shouldn't be in here. And he runs out. Oh, my gosh. So good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So Too much. I, now I've been talking a lot. So That's you okay. Should, I don't know if you want to keep going with the, <sighs> with um, the scroll. So, yeah, so I, well, I wrote they, they kind of figure out, or they kind of figure out uh, Eileen had been there, but still not how she got the info. Yes. And so now they're looking, they're looking for a spy because they assume someone's feeding her information. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's now or later, but at some point John does think like, oh man, Emre, I hope this isn't you. Yeah. Like, you know. Uh And um, let's see. So looking for a spy again. Oh, and I wrote, side note, JJ has an uncle in London who prepares donor or donor, whatever the, like, uh-huh. he, he was just babbling and was like, my uncle in London and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, JJ has an uncle in London. Mm-hmm. We still don't know where he's from. No. But he has an uncle in London. Yeah. And I love how he lands on Yuli's and he's like, well, there's the cat's paw. Eileen is like, is <laughs> yeah. like a virus inside of you. And she wears heavy makeup and now you wear heavy yeah. makeup <laughs> He's, like, basically accusing you of being the spy. But then JJ's the one who actually, as he keeps rambling, guesses about a a planted camera. Like, what if she Mm. planted a camera in here? Mm -hmm. And so now now they know what they're looking for. They're looking for a hidden camera. They don't know what it looks like, but they're just going to start searching. Yes. And I just wrote, ugh, Emery, why are you still bent on this? So I don't know exactly what that scene was, but we had to have flashed to Emery at some point and – He's still bent out of shape as far as his brother's concerned. Because he says says something to Eileen about, like, well, I'm gaining his trust. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding Mm -hmm. me with this? Like, meaning his brother. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, I'm just gaining his trust right now. Yeah. So it's like, I hate him. Yeah. So Sanem figures out that the snow globe is the culprit because she remembers it being out of place in John's office and him telling Duran to get rid of it well and and the security guard tells them too that Eileen came came yes and then afterwards is is when Sun M figures out yes she kind of puts because they're like okay well she came but we still don't know how what the camera was or where it was and yeah because of her photographic memory that's how they figure it out okay so did we because we kind of skipped over this okay because right after JJ barges in Mm -hmm. um Sun M gives as part of the gift, there's that little scroll. Oh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I did write that down. I don't know how I skipped right over this in my notes. I see it here now. I yeah. Do you reason, have what the what the note later. said? I do. Okay. Um, that's right. So I just figured before we no, move on. No, you're right. They because that's they, got another. It's, yes. it's a nice little. When they had to jump apart because JJ walked in and Sonam's like, "All right, I'm getting to work." And John yes. sits down to kind of settle himself. Uh huh. He realizes there's a scroll in the box that the perfume was in. Yes. So he pulls it out, and it's not. They're both. As he's reading it, you also hear her reading it too. Right. I don't know who's saying what, so I'm just going to read the whole thing all right, the way through. Yeah. So the poem says, showing its colors to the world for the first time. If there are sparks in your eyes like a nameless flower, my darling, that time you said that I was a poet, I'm writing this poem for you only. You don't have to read it as a poem if you want, because I'll write it again every year. And it's cute because he like looks at her when mm-hmm. he gets to that line. Flying away when the weather gets cold and going away for thousands of miles with the joy of a bird that has tasted the south and I'll write it again at every stage in every age with the most special language of love. Yeah. So that so was a... it is really cute. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it's probably a little more eloquent in its original language. Right. But still we get the general idea. Of, yes. Of what she wrote to him. So yeah. Very so cute. I figured just before we yes, moved on. Move on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then... Mev Kabe still hasn't forgiven Neha. Yes, which is like getting old at this point. But. It really is, especially after he does his whole grand gesture at the library thing. That really bothered me. Honestly. I know. I mean, it was nice enough. She, he, I mean, in this particular scene right here, mm-hmm. he has flowers delivered to the, um, yeah, Bacall, and he with writes a, cheesy, a funny little poem, yes, with a cheesy, very Neha poem. Yes, and she like basically rolls her eyes at it, and well, and she. Does like she, trashes the flowers yeah, in front she of his face. Them away, huh? Yeah. And then later on he goes bigger and bigger and bigger and he gets all dressed up yeah. at her big grand opening for the library. Yeah. And uh he's got this huge flower uh arrangement arrangement, thank you, with a sign that says forgive me my my med oh that's right and even everyone around her was like, Oh my gosh, like and he looks so handsome uh-huh. and he like and, and she, she straight rejects him. Yeah. I mean, yes, he messed up last episode, but give me a break. He's trying to make it right. Well, and he does – I feel like he does make a comment this time about, like, during this episode mm-hmm. about ever since you got your president's job, you've neglected everything at home. Mm-hmm. But to – I'm sure you would agree with this. Mm-hmm. To me, as a married woman – if you've got an issue with your man, right? If there's an issue in your marriage, something like this is happening, and like, why don't you just talk about it, Mecca right? Bay? <laughs> right? Why don't you just say, you know what? Like, you're right. I'm trying to find the balance right now, so I could use your help. Like, if you, you know, if I show you how to properly do laundry so it doesn't get messed up or overflow, can you handle the laundry mm-hmm. so that when I come home, I can, you know, try to worry about dinner and finish whatever presidency stuff i have to do yeah i yep. know yep or you know i i really appreciate that uh you love my cooking and that right. you know i know that i've taken care of this stuff forever but now that i'm doing this it would really help me out if you were able to just do your own laundry or right. if you helped out with dinner a few times a week right like, guys, just talk about it exactly i agree <laughs> so anyway i feel like i don't really want to talk about that them them, the rest of this because yeah it was just kind of annoying it is yeah we can yeah that that pretty much summarized what happened because they basically went from being 
the couple sweetest, goals. Yes, yeah. couple goals to being couple of petty, yep, childish, uh, childish people. Yeah, like, well, geez, no wonder your daughters do some of the things they do. Good grief! Look at seriously. The, look at the example you're setting. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so see. Jada comes in. Oh, yeah. and worms her way into the photo shoot. Ugh. Because oh yeah, because they're talking about the campaign, the upcoming uh-huh. photo shoot. She offered, which of course this was initially a nice offer, but then you're like, oh, I see what you're trying to do with this. Because she's like, you know, how can we help you? Do you need us to pay everything fully up front? Mm-hmm. And but then you can tell she has an ulterior motive because she's like, I just want our two companies to have a good working relationship, uh, to like basically be a good foundation for the future of many more and blah. Oh, brother. And then she asks him, because he says, I'm going to do the, I'm going to take the pictures. Yes, I'm going to be the photographer. Uh Uh-huh. And she's like, you know, I've never had my photos taken professionally. Would you take my photos, John? And Mm -hmm. he's nice, so he agrees. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? That's fine. also, I mean, he disagrees a little bit at first. Like, that's not really what I do. That's true. But Gomze's kind of like, well, would you just mind, John? Like, Yeah, like, let's just add it on. Yeah. So then he does agree. My thing, though, is like, girl, you're a CEO. Do not tell me you have not had your photos professionally right. taken. Yeah. like So you just have, have a selfie up in the company? Give uh-huh. me a break. Yeah. 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 So whatever. And then, oh, yeah. And she's like, by the way, Ugh. your perfume smells great. It's like, well, <laughs> that's a butt-arf moment right it there. Is. <laughs> it is. But I do like that he's like, oh, thank you, you know. And she's like, well, it suits you so well. And then he's like, well, it's custom made. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So he's All proud right. of it. Yeah. Moving on because ne- the next scene is Osman. Uh, yeah. I didn't really write anything about Osman <laughs> scenes because I figured you could just talk about them. We got a lot of Osman. We this did, episode, actually. And he is modeling and mm-hmm. he, that first outfit they have him in for the photo in the shoot. Beanie. Yes. He with looks his very cute in a beanie. Little crazy curly hair coming out of the front. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I couldn't handle it. I was <laughs> like, you are so cute. <sighs> I love him so much. And this scene is wonderful because he overhears Ihan talking to JJ. Yes. And they're being all flirty and cute because they love each other. Well, and I love when JJ's like, oh, the, you know, because she invites him to the library opening. Yes. And he's like, well, I have a lot of romance novels I can donate. I don't need them anymore. First of all, can I just say I love that JJ owns and reads no romance novels. Uh-huh. And that he acknowledges that he doesn't need them anymore because mm-hmm. he has his own romance in his life. <laughs> so cute. So that's what Osman overhears. Uh-huh. So he asks her after she gets off the phone, okay, who are you talking to? And um, she she tells him and he says, okay, look, I want you to be happy, but aren't you rushing things a little? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a nice little heart to heart. They and, do. They and always wind up having good like brotherly, sisterly conversations. They do. I really like their relationship. Me they too. clearly take care of each other. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And of course, Muzo ruins everything. Although Muzo makes some good points. He does. He, he's kind of like what like you you want her you want her meaning ihan to be like you like where you're just you know you're sitting back and you're watching this person you love like you want her to move slow but should she be moving as slow as you you've like loved layla forever and nothing's happened if 
if it was allowed, you'd have the word Layla written in pepperoni in the front window. And like, you know, I mean, yeah. he's being really annoying about it. But I, I think that's why it bothered me. Mm-hmm. And it felt like unprovoked. Like, yes. where do you get off coming in and just spewing all of this all over him? Right. Because it's not like he was staring longingly at Layla or something. No, it, it and, wasn't a situation where right. that felt necessary. Right. It felt, it just felt mean to me yeah. on Muzo's mm-hmm. half. And honestly, I was thrilled that Osman got pissed off. And yeah. <laughs> I I like, did write, I wanted Osman to stab Muzo. Yeah. I mean, he he kind of loses it. Right. And I don't really blame him mm-hmm. because Muzo just keeps going on and on and on and on about how he loves Layla and he's never going to do anything about it, blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of turns into caveman Osman. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's that's kind of that because uh, Osman or Muzo gets the hint that he needs to shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens next? Mevkabe calls John. Yeah, John. Because uh, she invites him to the opening. Because she's like, right. that idea you gave me, it's coming to life and I would love for you to be there. That's right. And he's all excited. Like, yes, I'd love to be there to support you. Yeah. So I do, I do like that they have their own little like relationship outside of Sanem. Yeah. That he just really admires her and likes her. and Yeah. It's they're very, very sweet. Yes. Yeah. And then, let's see. Sonam oh, that's right. comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's about to tell John her suspicions. Cause, about Emre. Because she and JJ had kind of talked about it. And initially she was going to. Because um, she couldn't decide what y- to do. Yes. And yes. And JJ was kind of like, I think you should just tell John Bay your mm-hmm. suspicions. So she goes in to do just that. But she gets derailed because she finds out Jada had mm-hmm. just been there. And, and John's, like, all stressed about it. And mm-hmm. he's, like, because we had nothing to show her. Like, they came in to talk about the campaign, but there was, like, nothing There's for me nothing. to physically show them, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, oh, really? Well, if you had nothing to show them, show your love, John. Show your affection. Show your mercy. <laughs> and he's, like, clearly. He's a little smart aleck. She, yes. Because her face and the tone of voice and everything. Oh, yeah. And he's, she's like, like, Jada. Jada uh-huh. came in. And he totally catches on and he's totally like, well, BT dubs, she liked how I smelled too. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, what? Why was she close enough to smell you? Yeah. And he's like, well, when she kissed me, when of course. Kiss- and he, she's like, kiss. And he's like, you know, like how friends do when they kiss on the left cheek <laughs> and they kiss on the right cheek. But he knew what he was saying. Oh, so yeah. Then they get into this whole, you know, spiel. And he's like, well, you know, like, yeah, we are working for them. But, you know, she's my friend, too. And and she's like, oh, all these friends. Gomze is your friend. Jada's your uh-huh. friend. So-and-so is your friend. Uh-huh. She, I'm your friend. Whatever. And he's like, well, yeah, but she's a normal friend. <laughs> You're my special friend. Yep. And he goes, and she's like, well, what am I then? Well, you're special. <laughs> and she's, like, stunned. And he goes, beautiful and special. And then she's like. Oh, like kind of like all right, and then Duran walks in, and we get yes. interrupted again. Yeah. Then, he, then a phone call comes in, uh, for John, and it's become clear that he's selling the house. Mm-hmm. So when he hangs up, Sonem's like, "John, you love that house," and she starts to basically tell him like, "Please don't do this because of me," and he cuts her off and he says, "Sonem," and he like gets close to her ear and he says, "Nothing matters more than you do." Nothing is more valuable than you. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I will never allow that cucumber fabric to upset you. <laughs> Which 
essentially is an insult. Because yeah, I was watching one that said jackass. not cucumber. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I well that I mine said that, but I know there was like a whole debate because like one of the expressed easy or something yes yeah translations was cucumber cucumber yes. people were like wait did something get lost in translation yeah or is like no it, it's some sort it of it is some sort of like insult derisive uh-huh. term for an idiot uh-huh. I, it's, I mean it's probably similar to calling somebody a douchebag yeah like yeah I, that's the picture it paints i agree <laughs> yeah i agree <laughs> Totally so agree. yep yep so he does that nothing's as important as you so yes after saying that yeah nothing's as important as you nothing mm-hmm. is more valuable and yeah I grow, melting into mush i love it so they call osman because he's they need a sub for a model because one of the models they were going to use uh wasn't available right so they're like oh, i'll just call osman because he's beautiful mm-hmm. so why wouldn't they ask him to model agree i agree 100 percent um and then Sanem confronts Emre. Yeah, she does because she didn't get to tell John because right. he was already stressed about this. She decided not to. But right before she right before she leaves to go talk to him, again, wise words from JJ, he tells her, Okay, he says, but don't mess things up any worse while trying to fix them. Yes. Like, yeah. Good, good friend. He's and good I put friend. a little note, he's healing quickly. <laughs> I know because he's like not hobbling around or anything. He's not. Anymore. He doesn't have a cane. Mm-hmm. So he went from last episode having a neck brace and a, a big bandage and a cane <laughs> to, to just this like one band aid. Right. This week he just has like a couple little scratches <laughs> and one little band aid. And uh, technically, wasn't this only a two days later? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure the end of not a lot of time passed. Yeah, the end of last episode, he still had his cane and stuff. Right? Yeah, when they had the issue with Fabri. Yeah. And then one day passed because she comes to work the next morning. And now another day has passed because she's not in. No, no. She's no, still, it's she's like the next, it's day. the next day. It's the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Baran was like, please don't let Please don't make me walk with a cane again. <laughs> or maybe they were like, maybe they're like, you don't know how to walk with. Get that cane away from him. <laughs> he does not know how to walk with a cane. Get it away from him. Or maybe they're medical. Maybe they're. um medical care there is like a six minute dryer like oh that's what it is that's how the turkish people heal (laughs) they heal as quickly as their clothes dry (laughs) that's all you need yep there was a special serum in his neck brace that's right and we all know how jj loves serum Uh uh-huh yep Anyhow, so she shows up at the Deviant household, confronts Emre. She's like, I saw you. Yeah, I Haven't saw you, you learned, take it. I thought you learned your lesson. How are you doing this to your brother again? Mm-hmm. You know, she's just all this stuff. And he basically tells her, keep your mouth shut. Uh, yeah, he grabs her. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I love it, just though. reinforcing my hatred of this I know. idiot. And But I love it, though, because after he says that, she says, I don't obey your orders. And I Heck like, yeah. Yes, queen. Heck Yeah. And then she narrowly yeah. misses John as she's leaving because he's just starting to pull in. Yeah. And then there's kind of a weird, awkward, tense conversation between John and Emre. Right. We don't see the whole thing. We just kind of see them starting to talk. Um, They're outside because I think he, John's kind of like, hey, what are you doing out here? And like, what's going on? And I think he's trying to sniff around to see if he can. Well, because he just, because John tells him, I just came home to see if you wanted to grab lunch. 
and Emery's like, no, I don't want to go. Yeah. And then John's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like, he's, it's like, he's obviously acting weird. He's obviously upset. Right. But John's kind of like, all right, whatever. I'm not yeah. going to push it. And then we have more Iden family breakfast drama, more Niha and Mevkabe stupid stuff. It's supposed to be funny, but it's like at this point, the whole Layla having to interpret for her and stuff is just dumb at this yeah. point. Like, I'm yeah. over it. Oh, and then John tells Emery that Eileen, they figured out Eileen was a spy. Yes. And then he's like, you don't seem surprised. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Emery's but, like, well, can you like, blame me? Right. Well, he even says like, well, were you really surprised? And right. John's like, no. Yeah. Then video game time ends and Emery calls his mother. Blech. Yeah. All we really hear is like him thanking her. Um, that for every the shares, uh huh. That, that fixed everything with him and John. Solved everything. La, la, la. Whatever. Yeah. And then we have um good Iden sister talk. And initially, I thought I didn't. Re- I mean, I remember this happened, but I didn't remember what Layla's reaction was. Uh huh. So I was actually braced for her jumping to Emery's defense, and she yeah, she, which she kind of does at first, but then she doesn't. Right. And. Because she's like, what? Like, Sonam's telling her, like, well, I saw him with this. And then, you know, and we have this spy. And Eileen got the information. And now yeah. this thing's missing. And I saw him with it last. I mean, it doesn't last very long. But at least That's she, the bummer. Yes. At least she believed Sonam went when, with everything Sonam was telling her. I really thought it was going to be. Yes. She was going to, like, storm out of Sonam's room. And, you know. And it she, was going to be another yeah. situation like that. Yeah. Right. Um, and then next day, Sonam finally tells John. What and she Le- saw. And Layla's pissed. And Layla is pissed. Yeah, she's like giving Emery the cold shoulder, yep. like walking in, doing exactly her job. Here's your stuff. Here's this. I'm uh-huh. leaving. And Emery notices it, but she's just like, well, she. That's when she gives him a piece of oh, her yeah, mind. She, un- she, she unleashes. Straight yells at him. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. said that you were going to be better, and you wanted to fix it with John, but then you're working with Eileen again, and the camera. Yeah, she does. Uh-huh. And when Son M finally tells John, of course, then we get to flash back to a conversation we didn't see, because. Emre took control of the narrative before yeah. Sanem could tell John. Yeah. And so when Sanem's like, and I saw Emre with it, John's like, oh, that? Yeah, I already knew about that. She's like, wait a minute, what? And we get this whole picture painted where Emre was suspicious of Eileen, supposedly, and he found the camera. And I hate it so much. Took it away and so that he could show John and all this crap because, you know, I want you to still trust me and it, ugh, this whole thing. And it's, I know, so maddening. And yeah. at this point, I'm so pissed, but I forgot about what happens later. Oh. So when that happened, uh huh, which I know we'll get there, I was like, oh, I completely forgot mm-hmm. about this, which just, I had forgotten about it too. Oh, it makes me so, yeah. Mm, I, I know. Really well, hate him. Well, and it especially makes me mad because, and I don't think this is the thing you're talking about. <laughs> um, because then Layla does a complete 180 and, yeah. you know, puts her tail between her legs and she's like, How could you have let me say that stuff to Emery uh-huh. when he didn't do anything wrong? Yeah. How can I look this man in the face? Oh my gosh. And she's being all meek with him. Yeah, because and then him. he's like, Later on, he's all, Well, I think you owe me an apology. And mm-hmm. he's being all flirty and teasing with her. Yep. And it's like, 
no, she actually doesn't because you're actually the liar yep. that she claimed you were. Yeah. She doesn't owe you any apology. Right. How dare you I know. take her on this little date yep. acting like everything's okay, yep. acting like you're little Mr. Innocent and continuing to play on her innocence and vulnerability yeah. like you always yep. do. Well, it and it's made like, me so mm, mad. He, yeah, because he, you know, obviously painted a picture for John, which made sense to John the way he shared sure. it. So then Son M is like, well, here's what John told me happened. She's like, but Layla, he's up to yes. something. She's I don't like, believe I don't, it. I don't believe it. But of course, yeah. Layla's just like, why did you let me believe that? So whatever. And then, yeah, she has to make it up to Emre. Blech. And But Son M, I love it. This whole episode, the she's whole like, episode. I am not buying what he's selling. She knows something better. Is, yep. Something is up. He has not, you know, this leopard has not changed his mm-hmm. spots. And I love that she holds true to that, even yep. when it seems like yeah. Everyone else, you know, when John and e- Layla and everyone around her seems to think, uh-huh. no, no, he's different. He's changed. Yeah. She knows better. She's because been you burned know what? by him too many she times. She has. And she already gave him the benefit of the doubt. She did. In 19. Yep. Or 20. Yep. And it's like when and she told And he led John, her on that whole path for so mm-hmm. long. Yep. For so long before she realized what was really going on. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, so, I hate him so much. Oh my gosh, then, it's like the the rewatch is only reinforcing. I know how much I hate Emery. I know it's. Oh. Yep, I realized because I, you know, I jumped on the Emery train for a while in the later episodes. And I honestly like, did too, and I was like, oh, what? Why did I ever do that? I know, I know. It's so ugh. Anyways, so, uh, this Mahali seems worth mentioning only because a truckload of books shows up, courtesy of John Bay, of course, and I wrote. Uh, John sends a truckload of books to a library. <laughs> Literally, my dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a man just sends me a truckload of books. <laughs> yeah. God save my ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I'm totally, the, I'm totally the girl who would have married the Beast only for his library. Oh, my gosh. We need to see them as Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Vivian, if you're listening, <laughs> pretty sure you haven't done that one yet. I completely missed the Aladdin one, which I put up on Twitter this yeah. week. I shared with everyone because she already did do them as Aladdin and Jasmine and I yeah. somehow missed it. Neither of us knew that. Even though I follow her account like a hawk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, can you, like, John is the beast? Well, because, and apparently his name is not Prince Adam. That's like a made up thing in the Disney. Oh, um, Disney World? In the in the Disney fandom, mm-hmm. Every, I, I had always thought his name was Adam. Mm-hmm. We don't actually know his name. Oh. I don't. He's just Beast. He's just I don't beast. think he actually has a name. Okay. Because they're – I'm a big Disney fan, you guys. <laughs> and I know a lot of weird Disney trivia. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, him in, as a human form, I've never been like, oh, he's really good looking. Mm-hmm. But John Bay pulls off the long hair. Yes, And could totally be Beast. Yeah. And especially even mm-hmm. with their – not with their storyline because this is not like yep. – Beauty and the Beast is kind of like Stockholm Syndrome. We're not Syndrome. inducing Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. <laughs> Sia Baez Ask, on the other hand uh, – Ashk, on the other hand, oh, is, is Beauty and the Beast, is right? Is Beauty and the Beast, yeah. yes. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yes. We're happy that John sent the books. Yeah. We love a truckload of books from a hot dude. Yep. Then back at the agency, we – Oh, we, we meet Sinan. We meet Sinan. <laughs> And I said, time for John to be – about time for John to be the jealous one, mm-hmm. thanks. 
So JJ and Gulies are like kind of looking at the the crowd of models and mm-hmm. they're like, and John's like, what's everyone over here for? And JJ's like, oh, the models have arrived. And Gulies goes, yes, they're very good. Not as good as you, of course, to John. <laughs> and then what does John say? He goes, of course they can't be. Not in this world. And I'm like. <laughs> Was that your mind? I mean, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you're not wrong, but. It's not as attractive when you say it. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, it was still funny. Be at, least, be at least a tiny bit humble. Yes. So <laughs> I said, "We what do we call John's version of insanity? Because that's kind of what we get. Yeah. We get it. Well, Jealous John, I always would just call him Jealous John or Caveman John. Yeah. Although there's kind of, yeah... Because this is like the first time we, I mean, we've seen him kind of jealous he's before. Not like being caveman. He's not. And, you know, because we've seen him jealous with like Fabri when Fabri first looks at her with Laurent. Right. Like we see him like he clearly doesn't like it. Right. But this is like, this he's is like a whole new kind level. of tripping over himself mm-hmm. and like his words are just kind of spewing out and he's kind of like jittery and all over. Like this is, yeah. Like his version of insanity. But yeah. All right. Yeah. We got to think on that. Okay. Maybe it'll come to us while we record. Okay. So, yeah, we get – I didn't write any of this down or take screenshots. Just, uh, I did. Okay. Um, So he spies the two of them hugging. Yes. And immediately laser beams <laughs> over there. So so Sanem's like, oh, yes, this is my friend from elementary school. Let me introduce you to. So she's like, this is Sinan. And um, he's like, oh, friend? Friend? And she says, yes, from elementary school. <laughs> So they say, hi, nice to meet you. And he says, yeah, Sanem was my best friend in the school those days. Uh, she says, really, we were always, he says, really, we were always side by side. Right, Sanem? <laughs> John's all, really now? <laughs> and she says, yes, all the other girls were skipping rope and I was playing football with Sinan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, yeah, she had those red shorts. Oh, they looked good on you, my sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> and she she says oh you didn't you remember that like you didn't forget that and he says how can i forget it beauty <laughs> and chung goes huh huh and beauty as well interesting uh shorts were how how short were these shorts huh <laughs> shorts were this length and beauty too and she goes, no, no. He's got his, his hands way up. Way up high, high on his thigh. She's like, no, they weren't that short. Of course not. Why would I wear them like that? I mean, long, like the footballer shorts. She, they were probably boy shorts. Yeah, or like basketball shorts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And she says, like a footballer shorts, like that. And JJ's watching this whole thing. They, <laughs> they pan over to him. It's really funny. He is like the viewer of Every single one of these instances, too, uh-huh. which is really funny. Uh, so she says, oh, but, you know, all the girls were in love with Sinan. And he's <laughs> like, like, oh, come it. on, acting like all humble, all humble. and embarrassed. <laughs> and he says, oh, oh, you you were, right? Were, were, you were in love? <laughs> she says, they were. <laughs> we, they, they were in love, John. <laughs> All the other girls. She says, not me. They were. Uh, And he he says, oh, and there was also uh, Sinan says, oh, there was also this other thing. Do you remember? 
and Sanan's like, no, what are you talking about? And he goes, oh, of course she didn't. Of course she didn't. Her memory is like, woo. <laughs> she has a photo- photographic memory, don't you know? <laughs> Nothing. She remembers everyone, regardless of their necessity. She does. <laughs> so he's just losing his mind. He is he losing ca- it. He can't handle it. So Sanem is catching that he can't handle this. Uh-huh. And she's like, Sinan, why don't we talk a little bit later yeah. after the photo shoot? And he's like, okay, let's get coffee mm-hmm. and we'll catch up. And he gets all excited. And she's like, okay, great. That's wonderful. <laughs> Um, and John is like, no, you can't do that because we have motorcycle lessons. <laughs> and she's like, uh, motorcycle lessons? Obviously, he just made this up. Right. And he's like, yep, you don't have time to do that because we have motorcycle lessons. So he worms his way into doing that. Obviously, she's not going to be that upset about it. Right. Uh, and she agrees. And then they're like, okay, we'll we'll chat later. And she's like, okay, I'll see you later. And John's like, yeah, maybe you'll see her, but Sanem is really busy, so <laughs> she might not be able to see you later. And she goes in <laughs> to give him a kiss to on the cheek. give a kiss. <laughs> and John walks The audacity away. of this is, <laughs> is so ridiculous. I love it so much. It, oh, man. Because every, we all know. John swoops in and sticks his face in front of her lips <laughs> and intercepts the kiss. And she does her lips bounce right off his cheek and she's like, oh my gosh. And like turns around and like ducks down. He, this fool is, <laughs> is jealous enough that he pulls this right out in the open uh-huh. in front of everyone. Everybody. If that is not gutsy gosh we've got to figure out a term i know for, for insanity i mean it can't be in john john emity because i mean that I guess it, it's both of them though john m's their name so it's kind of like yeah that's true dang it i know what is his insanity because i always would just say jealous john yeah because you got the double j right but but this is, this a is like form. jealous john on steroids it is this is next level stuff that uh-huh. he's pulling this whole episode and it's all really funny it is he's so out of sorts <laughs> that you it's it's hilarious yeah uh-huh because then even after that he intercepts the kiss they both wind up at the coffee and tea station and he's like still on her about it, like oh your friend and he's like pouring coffee but it's like all over the place he's yeah. like pouring it on the he's counter spilling everywhere. he's spilling it everywhere and then he like picks up the saucer and tries to dip it back like <laughs> pour the coffee back into the cup oh my gosh while well, he's just like trying to question her and uh-huh it's so funny it's, it's really funny oh man he's like oh your elementary school friend huh huh <laughs> yep and he keeps bringing it up oh it's a really <gasps> hilarious scene yes then let's see I put Emre's still protecting Eileen, still scheming with and for her. I don't get it because I think she calls him at this point or he's in his office and and I I think she calls and she's like outside the agency or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes she out does. to like talk to she her. She won't leave him alone. And he's like, listen, she I says, gotta... I'm outside the agency. Yes. She takes a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Like, that's seriously, like, if he read like a murder, if, if he had a bunny, she'd be boiling it <laughs> yeah, right now. Seriously. I'm surprised he hasn't walked out and gotten pig's blood on him I know. at some point. I know. Yeah. She's insane. So I think this is it at this point is when he says something about, listen, I'm gaining my brother's trust and I'm getting things taken care of. So don't call or come again until I tell you to. Mm-hmm. 
And then we go over to much happier things because Osman is now at the agency getting ready to be a model for the photo shoot. Yes. Duren and Guliz are just kind of fawning all over him. It's really funny. It's funny because Duren totally makes fun of how hard Guliz is flirting. Uh Uh-huh. And I I didn't totally understand Mm -hmm. what – because they were – Duren basically says, look, you should probably get an agency. Right. That way you can make some money off of this right. and we can get, get a you fair some wage work. and yeah. Yeah. And then she makes some sort of comment about just don't almost like don't find an agency with somebody like Glee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it that was just funny. Yeah. I agree. Glee's is fawning over him this whole episode. Yes. Which I mean, we can't blame her. No, not at all. <laughs> And then, of course, Liam's off in the distance. That's when he – you mentioned this already when – this is when he tells her, like, oh, well, I think you owe me an apology. Actually, I think you also need to take me to lunch. And she's like, okay. Ugh. I hate it so much. Me too. So let's talk I, about the I motorcycle. Wrote, oh, I wrote so stabby. And then I put chia salad. Barf. I know. that's <laughs> She's obsessed. That's all I know. talk about is chia salad. I know. It's not that great. Chia seeds are fine. But they don't deserve to be na- – they don't deserve to have a whole salad named after them. No. Sorry. They don't. Anyhow. They don't. So. Motorcycle lesson. Motorcycle lesson. Okay. Right at the beginning uh-huh. when they're coming – when they're pulling in. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that Demet breaks character? No. She laughs. It's really funny because she's acting all scared. Right. She's like screaming. Uh-huh. And then she kind of – she kind of swerves over and you – she like smiles and laughs oh, and then p- goes, goes right back, back into, into like being serious and <laughs> it's really cute. I'll have Aww. to I'll have to make a gif or something. Yeah. Cause I I caught it and I was like, oh my gosh, look how she must be having the time of her life doing this scene. Mm-hmm. Cause she clearly laughs. Right. Uh so I just thought that was really oh, cute. Yeah, you'll have to yeah, you'll have to post that. Yeah. Did you get any of this stuff? Because I just kind of wrote the gist of the motorcycle lessons. Because, um, I mean, there, there, there they is say funny, a lot. But they say a lot. There's a lot of funny banter, but there's so much of it that I was like, I'm not screenshotting all of this. Yeah. So. One funny I, – I, I did screenshot stuff, but I don't know how necessary it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I thought was really funny um, – well, there's a lot funny in the scene. Obviously, the grab when he just picks her up and yanks her off the yes. motorcycle. <laughs> and then he's lecturing her well, because she's like first she's like why are we doing this in the rain and he's like well you need to learn to do it in the rain so that you can do it in normal condition because if you can handle it this way you'll be able to be fine in in regular and and do you even know what these mirrors are for and he like pretends to put on lipstick like it's not for doing your makeup yeah. you need to keep an eye on things and she's like but that's what i have you for like and he's like where did where did you get the idea that the person in the back is in charge of keeping an eye on that stuff like no it's the driver and she makes some comment about like she says, "Well, every successful woman has a man behind her. Yeah. Do, don't you know that?" Know. <laughs> That's so funny. And, and then he's he says, "This is a serious matter. This isn't joking. A joking matter. This is very serious. Mm-hmm. You need nerves of steel." And then the next thing out of his mouth is, "Huh? You shouldn't be nervous." I know. <laughs> it's like pick one, John Bay. You're just I saying know. words now. <laughs> And then he's like, "You're." He's like, "That's it. I can't trust you." You're, and he like pulls out all this ridiculous like Ninja Turtle productive gear, and starts putting it on her. And he's like strapping it on, and it's ridiculous. And she says, "I'm not wearing that stuff. I'm going to look like RoboCop." Yeah. 
he's like, no, we need to protect you because uh-huh. you're going to get yourself injured. Yep. And he's oh, like, man. When he's putting on that, like, turtle shell thing yes. for her back, it kind of, the mood changes a little bit. Yes. And more double-meaning words uh-huh. because he's, you know, giving her advice about the, quote, motorcycle. Uh-huh. But yes. But it's not, did you get this stuff? Did I? If not, I wrote down the gist of it. Let me see. Oh, and he, it was cute because he's like, after he says, what do you think this mirror is for, for makeup? And she's like, well, I was looking at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, I, oh, that's right. Because then he goes, oh, well, just look at me as a hobby. But when well, when you're on the motorcycle, use the mirrors to look at the traffic. Uh-huh. Okay. Here we go. Yes, I did. Okay. So he says, okay, we'll cover you up. Um, He says, I mean... He says, don't try to dominate it, okay? It's not necessary. I mean, it's already yours. And she goes, the bike? He says, yes, the bike. So this is another chai conversation. Yes. But instead of chai, it's about the motorcycle. That's right. He says, don't hold it too tight, but don't release it too much either. I mean, it's already okay with coming with you anywhere that you lead it to or anywhere you want to go. She says, and this is about the bike. (laughs) Says the bike. I'm definitely talking about the bike right now. (laughs) Keep your eyes on the mirrors, but don't focus on the road you already passed too much. Am I clear? She says, with the bike. (laughs) Says, yes, with the bike. Imagine the places that the road will lead you. The places that we, you, can go together. Imagine them. Me with the bike. (laughs) Yes, with the bike. Who do you want it to be with? She says, uh, I mean, a friend. He says, is that friend special by any chance? <laughs> she says, a fellow traveler. He says, traveler, you say? Uh, I think that sounds about right. Makes sense. He goes, okay, put this on. Elbows in the gloves. And then that's kind right. of right. And she does a little thing. Did you catch her yes, a little like. She like leans up almost to try to kiss, kiss him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually have a gif of that. That, that one, that's a good one. Super smooth, Sunem. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then oh. we have um, some more library p- prep. Is this when he shows up with the it, flowers? It is. Yeah. So we covered that. Which and is... Meliat's got the biggest bag of seeds you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> so ridiculous. So yeah, we're still mad at Mevkabe now because Nihat's really trying, and she's just not being nice about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I oh. S- Osman's attitude towards Layla. Yes. Here for oh, it. Oh, I loved it. it. Because he calls her out on how selfish she's being mm-hmm. of, of not going to her mother's That she didn't event. even remember. Because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, that's today? Well, I have to go to lunch with Emery Bay. <sighs> no, you don't. Yeah. And I love it because he's, he's not just like, oh, okay. Yeah. He flat out tells her like. Uh, your mom's working hard on this. It's important to her. You should be there. But yeah, go enjoy your lunch with Emre. Yeah. So I'm like, good job, Osman. Yep. I was really happy about that. And then John and Sanem arrive at the library. Mm-hmm. They start to help set up for the opening. John's like, because I think it's Muzo's like trying to help carry a table and Liz struggling. And John just like picks it up and <laughs> carries it. No problem. Yep. And we love it. And then I said, the only thing that bugs me about that, because then, you know, they're setting up, and then Isan and um, uh, Isun show up with their, Ugh. like, food truck thing. Yeah. Because they're trying to steal the show and the attention. Because, yeah. you know, Mevka Bay and them just kind of put out hors d'oeuvres and, like, rolled mm-hmm. grape leaves and things like that. So they show up with this, like, meat truck. 
with a big old TV to show like a game or something that's on. Yeah. And it, you know, everyone, the, all the library supporters are just kind of like, what the heck? You know, Mm -hmm. Sanem's mad. She's like, who do you think you are? All this stuff. She's like about to go after them. And Uh John like grabs her and like pets her hair and (laughs) stuffs a grape leaf in her mouth. (laughs) And it's so cute and funny. But the only thing that bugs me is that John and, um, and Isan don't recognize each other. And it's like, this is like, oh. you didn't recognize who he oh, was. Neither of them catch do. that. And it's like, okay, listen, he went in and threatened you right to your face to give the items their store back. Well, then you saw him again for the commercial uh-huh. shoot in 14. Yeah. And Isan at least remembered John. Uh-huh. Because he's like, well, he hid from him. Otherwise, because John didn't see him because he's like, that's that scary guy. Yeah. Like, boom, I'm gone. Uh-huh. So the fact that, like, hmm. They didn't even recognize each other. Where because it yeah, should have just sent that Esau was kind running. of a miss. Yeah, yeah. It should have sent him running. Like, oh crap, that's that guy. Like, that's the mean guy that you know. Yeah. So that's a good me. point. And those were all Aisha episodes. This one's an Osley episode. So right. You know, it's like I don't know if it just didn't occur to her, or if she didn't care, or what. But it did bug me a little bit because that could have just sent them packing right then and there, just John's presence alone. Right. So and yeah. also would have been a great time. For Mevkebe to find out that John is the reason they got their store back. That's true. Because they have not found that out. Yeah. So that would have been the perfect time for him to be like, you're him. And then it's like, who him? Like, and then it just kind of comes out. Right. And then Sanem probably could have swooned right there on the sidewalk. Mevkebe would have just been even more in love with John. Yeah. It would have been, it was a perfect opportunity to have a really good swoony moment. That's a good point. So. That's a good point. Anyhow. That's that. Then Ihan comes up with an idea to sabotage uh, Isun uh-huh. and uh, Isan. She grabs the scissors, like kind of like sticks them next to JJ and scares him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and walks him over to the like food truck and then explains like, no, we're going to sabotage it. And JJ just is like, well, you need to have a cold heart to sabotage and give me those scissors. And <laughs> they make this whole movie dramatic like countdown for which wire, the red or the blue or the bit and all this stuff. And. It's funny because I remember watching this. That's when it, right when he's about to cut it is when they went to a commercial. Mm, yes. So they did make it all dramatic. Like, yes. And he's about to pick which one to cut and then it yeah, cuts to commercial. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, he just cuts them all. So it sabotages everything. Yeah. And, very easily. Yeah. Yeah. And we're happy. Uh-huh. Layam does eventually show up because Emre finds out like, did you have somewhere to be? And he's like, well, then let's. Like let's so go he to pretends your... to be honorable. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, let's go. Well, he hears John is there, mm-hmm. so and he's, he's like, like, oh, let's support your family. Uh-huh. I know how much family means to you, Layla. <laughs> Punch him in the. <laughs> mm. he... Watching it now, it it just feels icky, and it feels like when when you have when you have a friend mm-hmm. dating a really slimy guy. And everybody can see it but her. Mm-hmm. And you're like, can't you tell what a bad actor he is? And she's like, no, I, but he's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is like, no, mm-hmm. he's horrible. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to help you. That's, yeah. That it, is that's a, what it feels yeah, like. That is exactly what it is. <sighs> so they wind up going to the library. Um, 
John yes. and Sanem are then in the library and she starts to thank him because she's basically like, we wouldn't have any of this if it weren't for you because yeah. he sends all the books. and mm-hmm. But he is sweet and is like, well, I wouldn't even know anything of this world if it wasn't for you, so I should be thanking you. And mm-hmm. it's just a cute little moment until they realize they're being watched. <laughs> By everybody. By everybody. Gosh. And then Isun makes some nasty comments to Mevkabe, like, oh, I see why you couldn't let my, your daughter marry Muzo. You've got your your sights set higher, basically accusing her of being a gold digger and trying yeah. to get her daughters married off to these guys, yeah. to the DV. She's like, horrible. Ugh. Anyways. She is the worst. But then we go back to the library. Mm-hmm. Do you have that? I think I do. Okay. Because that's a good one. Yes. So we're back in the library with John and Son M. Uh-huh. And... She just basically is, like, happy that the library is there. And she starts to say, like, you know, I'm just dreaming of myself reading my whole life. Mm-hmm. She's like, does that happen to you as well? And he goes, hmm, it does. She goes, I mean, just laying on the grass, reading books, sitting on a park bench, reading books. Even while walking, I, re- I read books. <laughs> reading everything about love and lovers. She goes, and actually, one lifetime wouldn't even be enough for all of that, right? And he says, a lifetime may not be enough to read through them all, but maybe it can be enough to live out a love book. And he just kind of looks at her for a minute and then looks up and goes, hmm, isn't that, and he pulls this book down, uh, isn't this about Galapagos, where you wanted to go? She's like, Galapagos? And he goes, mm-hmm, have you read it? She says, no, I haven't. He goes, I mean, it tells it tells about a million years ago. It could be interesting for you. A million years ago, she says. And she takes the book. She opens it and then realizes there's an inscription inside. Mm-hmm. And it says, with a love that will be told for a million years, your fellow traveler just signed with his first uh-huh. initial. And she's like, how? And she looks up at him and goes, how? What kind of man are you, John? <laughs> and he, his eyes like zone in like on her uh-huh and they're just intensely staring and she goes i don't know about this book but we're about to give the neighborhood a gossip that will be told for a million years and he's like oh it'll pass down from generation to generation right <laughs> and it's just kind of funny after that yeah but that was just a very you have to watch it to see how intense it was but yeah <laughs> just classic john m chemistry seriously of them just being in close quarters yeah and it's good yeah and then we have like drunk but not drunk muzo because he had like 25 things of lemonade to yeah. whine about how he's not like john basically like i guess we don't so. look we're guys that don't look like john and like he's grouping him and osman into the same mm-hmm. category and that's like sorry bro <laughs> like yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> it's on him yeah no uh What's next? Later yeah. Now well, an- another thing that was weird about that is suddenly he was bitter again about Sun M. Mm-hmm. When I felt like when they do the hospital trip. At, in 15? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That he had kind of closed the book on that. Right. Like, they, oh, well, you guys just should have told me no. Right. They finally said no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden mm-hmm. he's upset about it again. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, where is this coming from? Yeah. So anyway. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I do like that Mevkabe doesn't like him, right? <laughs> yeah, I forgot earlier in the library she says something to herself like, She's like I just can't like this Emre guy. That blonde boy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I'm like, yes, Mevkabe, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Yeah, because she, she she walks in to like kind of gush about how well it went for the library opening with right. Sun M. And she's trying to get some information, information out of Sun M. Yep. Yes. Now, she and at the same time, mm-hmm. Anne Marie's talking to John. Right. And there's kind of a parallel conversation going on. Yes. Where they're both saying they're getting asked by someone, oh, what's going on with John? What's mm-hmm. going on with Sun M? And they both answer, oh, you know, we're just friends. We're just friends. Mm-hmm. And Emery is like, well, clearly you're in love with her. Yeah, you're friends that are in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, both he and Mevkbe basically say, well, how will that ever work? Because you're from different you're worlds, from right? Such different worlds, yeah. So that is – I, I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. if this has really been brought up before in the show. Or if this is kind of the beginning of people saying your backgrounds are too different and you don't belong together. I feel like it's not because I'm pretty sure when in 12, Uh John and Emery kind of have a heart to heart when he's like, I'm in love with Sanem. And he's like, because he spills his guts to Mm -hmm. Emery. Uh huh. And Emery's kind of like, wait, Sanem, like she's not even the same as us like she lives a whole different kind of life like uh-huh. and what's gonna happen when you know you leave again and yeah all this stuff because that's not who you are mm-hmm. and i know it's come up with mev Kabe before she's always because she's mentioned like oh they wear flashy jewelry yes, and they're this they're and, fancy and rich and yes. right so it's come up before but i think this is probably the first time it's really come up in a more serious sense with Mevkabe and Sanem. Yes. Mevkabe said it before, like, when things have come up in conversation. Right. But I think this is the first time she's realizing there may be something happening on both sides. Because she's been suspicious that Sanem was crushing on him. Right. But it didn't really occur to her before that maybe John is reciprocating. Right. And so now that there's... Well, in that scene in the library, clearly... Right. There's something. Boy is in love. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think she takes on a more serious tone with it mm-hmm. because she's worried about her that daughter. That makes sense. Which it's like, you know, I get, but also at the same time too, it's been said like, give your daughter some credit. Like, you know, that she's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're from different worlds, but like what, she's she's good enough and it, he can, and give him credit to see that she is, that, yeah. you know. I guess part of me wonders if this is a cultural thing that we might not fully understand mm the whole background thing i mean i'm sure that in a sense this could be i i feel like an american comparison would only be somebody who is really famous and then just like falling in love with somebody who's poor like i guess or just not or or somebody like from a super ridiculously rich family right like a kardashian falling in love with some poor guy you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah but i i I know that the uh, that I've read stuff online before about that culturally, mm-hmm. this can kind of be a thing in Turk Dizi. Okay. So I don't know if that is like a thing in Turkey where it might be people because, don't really mix yeah. with somebody in a different kind of level socioeconomic of, background. Yes. Yes. Uh, that is actually kind of what happened that's what's going on in Kara saved up like okay the lead girl is rich okay you know and the guy just comes from a very humble okay um background. background so and that's 
initially, you know, her mom right away is like, like red yeah. flag about it, doesn't like it. Okay. So I think you're right. So and and maybe maybe the Kardashian comparison is bad. Maybe it would be more like a royal falling in love with a peasant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. In in a well, or like a duke falling worked, in love yeah, with. It's a, worked in the UK twice. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think of yes, comparisons. Yes, you of like, are right. Why is this such a big deal? But do but people but do make like, a big deal of it? If this were in Regency times and this right. were a duke falling for some girl who whose father didn't have a title, like you know ben- what I mean? Like Benedict. <laughs> exactly Kristen. <laughs> but love must prevail that's right that's right oh my gosh i mean it makes that's why like people are so obsessed i think with like other than just that they're the royal family like william and kate because absolutely she's just you know quote unquote a regular you know right and didn't they meet in school mm-hmm. like they met in college yeah. or something yep yeah well and so. even like with Meghan markle mm-hmm. girl was an actress mm-hmm. like it's yeah yeah yep. it's a, a total kind of romance story yeah, yeah. that's actually real life uh-huh. like oh she she met and married a prince yeah she sure did <laughs> okay so, anyway sorry moving on we yeah <laughs> um anyway oh mevka bay makes it known still to again that her dislike for emory that there's just something off about yes. him, which i just love uh-huh and those conversations kind of fade, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. And are we back at... Okay. You know this random scene right after that where yeah, the yeah, two yeah. ladies are in John's office? Yes. Do you think that was like... Yes. They like were a highlighting commercial, a real... No, they were highlighting a real... charity thing? They were highlighting a real charity okay. thing. And okay. And those women are actually like... Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I, I had a feeling, because it's so out of the blue, yes. it felt like one of their in-show Ads. commercials. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, but I was like, this has to be yeah. a real thing. I tried to look up the acronym, uh-huh. but nothing, like, I couldn't find anything on Google. Probably okay. if I dug really deep, I'm sure I could figure right. it out, but I couldn't find anything. Maybe it's something that Chari really believes in or something. Right. So, but I do remember, because again, this was my very first live episode, and I was tweeting from my personal Twitter account, because our, you know, we didn't, we weren't doing this yet. Right. And so, following along with the episode's hashtag, I... Somebody had mentioned like, oh, this is like a real, this is a real organization that they're just trying to highlight and talk about. Yes. So I don't know exactly what it represents or anything because like okay. I said, I couldn't find any information on it. But mm-hmm. someone on Twitter had said like, no, that's a real thing. Okay. So. That makes yes, sense. That's I, why it looks so I don't out think of I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I had ever figured that out at the time. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Time for the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So... We get to see Osman first, mm-hmm. looking all beautiful. And and John's, like, singing his praises. Oh, your dimples. The girls love your smile. <laughs> yes. He's like, keep smiling like that. Uh-huh. That's what all the girls love. He's like, right, ghoulies? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's all, yeah, he is, like, team Osman now that he realizes there was never, ever anything yes. with him and Sanem. Yes. Yeah, he's their buddies now. Love it. And then Jada's getting all irritated because Sanem is always next to John. And it's like part of me too though is like she's doing her job also. Yeah. Like what are you doing here? Since when does like the CEO come for a photo shoot for an ad campaign? Yeah. Give me a break. Well and then I love it because Sanem moves her and Gamze. Yep. She's like excuse me ladies can you move? You're, You're blocking the light. The light. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then John's like bravo Sanem well done. You're doing your job well. Yes I love it. <laughs> 
That's so good. So good. <sighs> and then when it, they take a break to switch outfits and stuff, and that's when they're like, Jada's like, oh, well, we'll have time to do my photo shoot now. And she wants to go outside. And Sonam's like, uh, no, that's going to take just anything to keep her where Sonam yeah. can watch her. She's like, no. Even John agrees. Like, it was raining. Like, let's just do it in here. Yeah. We're already set up for it. And Sonam's like, yeah. And it's amazing the things Photoshop can do now. <laughs> She's like, it can get rid of wrinkles, sagging on old ladies. <laughs> Photoshop is amazing. And then she's like, oh, I mean, I didn't mean you were old. I didn't mean, like, but she's really. Like, Sorry, I didn't mean to call you old. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, funny. And then, you know, they take the photos and stuff. And then Sonem. While Sonem is totally sabotaging. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, that is insanity. Yes. She's just, like, wandering around her the whole time. <laughs> and, like, putting random things over putting, her. Like, like rope a- on her. <laughs> what do you think? We should put this on, too. And, and John's like, great idea. Great idea. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. See, that's the thing. He is just as nuts as her. Oh, yeah. I know that we talk a lot about uh-huh. insanity. But he gets off on how crazy she is. Oh, he does. Because he he's encouraging it. for it. He's uh-huh. encouraging it. Yep. Every second of it, he eats it up. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, yes. Great job, Sana. Absolutely. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> and so they finish the photo shoot. And Sanem's changing memory cards. And, <laughs> and somehow. The- oops. <laughs> somehow. Now, she took a big risk with this. because she did. I get it. Because she's like, oh, look. All the photos are gone. And it's like. You risked her rescheduling a private photo shoot with him later That's on at a some good point. point. That's but a good also point. knowing how John doesn't really enjoy doing personal photo shoots, maybe she just knew, like, nope, yeah. this was your one shot. Yeah. I like, don't know that she was thinking that far ahead. <laughs> she's like, I love it because she's like, she was thinking, well, <laughs> must she's prevent, like, uh-huh. must delete picture. <laughs> and she does it and she's like, oh no. And even Duran kind of looks over and is like, oh, that's such a bummer. And. She's like, I love. Well, this. at least you have, at least you have the memory of having your photos taken by the great John Devitt. That alone is worth it, even if you don't have the photos. And Duran's like, yes, yes, it is a great memory that not many people have. And then she like winks at Duran, doesn't she? She, she not subtly at all. Sonam winks at her. <laughs> winks at her, and Duran like kind of looks at her and and gives a little bit of a smirk, uh-huh. like like she doesn't fully smile, but she gives. A bit of a she smirk. acknowledges. Oh my gosh, I just love when Sonam does pulls crap like this, uh-huh. and she's like, "Oh no!" Like, <laughs> like the really bad acting. That's so funny. She's like, "Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> Whatever shall we do?" <laughs> so bad. Oh, I love oh my it. Gosh, I love it so much. So. <laughs> then John offers to basically like kind of take JJ under his wing and teach him photography ways and stuff and tries to use that as leverage uh-huh. to find out JJ's hometown. She does. He does. And yes. even JJ's like, John Bay, is this what we're talking about now? <laughs> and doesn't tell him. Yes. Yep. And then we have the photographic memory to the rescue because the, you know, they're like, <laughs> we're running out of time, but we need the scene back exactly how it was to continue. And she starts putting everything in place and telling everyone where to put everything. Yes. Well, and before that, he's he does that because he sees Sinan talking to Sanem, and and he's like, oh, that's right. and he like gives them a look, mm-hmm. and he's like, all right, Arkadoshlar, friends, uh, 
and then they don't hear him mm-hmm. and he goes elementary school friends <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anyone to get stuck in traffic so we need to get back to work yes but you're right clearly he just doesn't want them talking to each other right so she's getting the uh set back into place and even gomze is like oh my gosh like she she's getting it exactly right yes and they're all impressed yes and there's a little conversation about a bird and all that a creeper bird mm-hmm. yeah her just being funny yes oh and on their way back over to the set sinan says does the boss have the hots for you or what right and she's like oh no nothing like that liar. we're friends liar <laughs> and then john's being super critical and jealous of sinan oh, man <laughs> he's so brutal he's to him so mean he's brutal he's like loosen up his default settings are tense and frowning. He's just trying to be cool, like like a what do you call them in elementary school? And she's like like a hedgehog. And he's like, yeah, he's being like a hedgehog, all spiky, whatever that's supposed to mean. And he says he just gets under your skin. And he's like, Sinan, you look like you saw a bear and froze. He's like, I need you to take that look off your face. And Sanem's like leaning in, and she's like, um, I think you're a little jealous of him. You're being awfully hard on him. And John's like. John just kind of like looks at her, looks back at Sinan, and he's like, you look like you just got caught cheating on a test by your principal <laughs> or like a rabbit caught in someone's headlights. And he turns back to Sanem and he's like, why would I be jealous? And she goes, because he's handsome. And then she does that weird like zip lip yes. thing. And then he he's like, you find him handsome? And she's like, no, you do. And then he turns back to Sinan and he's like, you look cheap, nasty, <laughs> low budget, third rate, <laughs> poor, off grade. He's like, He's so, so savage. He's like, you know those horror movies? You look like the main character. <laughs> it's so, so mean. So mean. Savage. That's Just what he said. So savage. Savage, brutal. Oh my gosh. And then he turns back to <laughs> turns back to Sanem and he's like, Well, who do you find handsome? And she says, You. And then she's like, Oh, she's like, I, I mean, mean uh, you're making me embarrassed. <laughs> And she's. He, I mean, I don't find Sinan handsome. And she's then, like, but when you just ask me oh. like that, I got excited, and I you're making me embarrassed. And he turns back, and then he's like, "Sinan, brother, like, I'm sorry. I just, my I'm, dear brother. <laughs> I, I hope you're like, not offended. <laughs> I like things a particular way. You're doing great. Comes over, like, hugs him, and is like, poor Sinan looks <laughs> like he's like." What did I get myself into? <laughs> Why did I say yes to this job? What is going on? Because it's a total 180. He's just like, you're doing an amazing job. We're almost done. Keep doing what you're doing. He's like, come on, brother. <laughs> totally hugs him and then gets back into the position to take the pictures, turns uh-huh. back to Sanem and he's like, well, I also find you very beautiful. Don't be embarrassed. Yeah. And do you notice like Sanem pinches her like waist? She's like, what did he say that? Like she is like, yeah, totally caught off guard. Mm hmm. Oh my gosh, it's so, so funny. And they finish the photo shoot and it's all good. And then I just wrote, ugh, confident Jada is gross. And I just have to say, I don't understand this attitude. Because, you know, she tells Gomze like, oh, I just feel bad for Sun M because once I'm with John, she's just going to be really sad and all this stuff. And Uh at this point, Gomze has already told her like, um, she's in John's line of sight too. Like, he's focused on her. Yes. So it's not just, you know. She says his head is full of sun M. Yes. Like, don't you see what's going on? Right. So my thing is, like, if it was just one-sided with sun M, I could see her being like, well, I don't really care. Yeah, she can be sad once I have him. Mm-hmm. But it's already been made clear to you that John wants sun M. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand this because you see it happen in real life, too. 
it's like, I don't understand this attitude. Why, why would you want to have to convince a man to want you? Yep. What what joy, other than taking him, so to speak, from someone. Right. What joy do you get in that? Because, like, if he just can't already, like, want you for wanting you because mm-hmm. he just sees you for what you are, like, what – yeah. I just can't. I I just can't imagine like, myself. Like, what's the draw of that? Yeah, or what, because even if I did there... finally win him over, I'm like, well, but it's not because he chose me and wanted me. It's because I basically um, wore him down. Him or, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just, I guess, I I don't get that. Attitude. Or I brainwashed him enough to, yeah, <laughs> just decide. To... Yeah, you connived your way into his life. It wasn't right. just like he saw you and was like immediately drawn to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a weird – I don't get it. Other yeah. than just her being a villain, I don't even get her motivation for this. Right. Yeah. So, anyway. I agree. That's a good point. Then Fabri's lawyers show up. Yes. Right? Return the check and Return basically check. say he's staying on his partner. Yeah. And John's about to see Red. Yeah. Well, he does well, see Red. Well, he does. He goes over and looks for Fabri at his company. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't Eileen show up first? That's – you're right. Yeah. So Eileen walks in after we just realized. I don't know if John. Oh, John does see her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So walks in and everyone's like, well, what the heck is she doing here? Yeah. And she, I wrote, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, she basically explains like, well, as you probably already know, he did not, he's not returning his shares. He wants to stay as a partner, but he doesn't know much about the advertising business. So he sent me to be his representative. Mm-hmm. I'm here to stay. So she weaseled her way into the agency yeah. after Emery had basically told her to stay away, which is why I was then confused when we get the flashback. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, anyways, of course, Emery's like, what are you doing here? Get out of here. And she's yes. like, Emery, you don't get to tell me to leave because I'm representing a shareholder. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm here whether you like it Sorry. or not. I'll be in my office and, like, yeah. twits off. And she's like, I'm very happy to be here, mm-hmm. especially to see you, JJ. JJ and, like, winks and he <laughs> almost faints. Yeah. And he's, like, clutching his that little stuffed funny. fox. <laughs> Did he already have the fox? Mm-hmm. Oh. He, when she first got there, he's like petting it because he's like, oh no! Oh, I and didn't he's like catch petting that it because he he's already all has him. Okay, okay. But he his arms Petric, are like down right. His, yes, Petrick. Yes, I don't think we find out his name yet, but yes, that it's is like his name. much later. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's much later. Yeah. So then John barges into Fabri's office. That's right. And I wrote, and the coward hides and pretends he's in Italy. Mm-hmm. And he's like Fabri, and he's like banging on doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Gets into his office. He's not there. Mina comes out. Yeah. And is like, he's in Italy right now, John Bay. Like, what can I help you with? Yeah. And I love it because he's like, he can't hide from me. Just let him know that. Uh-huh. And leaves. I yep. love it. Love it. And then he pops out and we're like, what a freaking little coward. Yeah, of course. Of course he hid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it flashes back to the agency where Emre and Eileen are, quote, fighting. fighting. <sighs> Bad acting. Uh-huh. And then we get the flashback, right? Yes. Because – well, because they're fighting and she – do we get the flashback before she leans in? No. I think we get it after. Okay. Because she says that was – because they put on this whole to-do fight for everyone to see. Yes. And as she's walking away, she leans in and whispers she's, like, that was great. Uh, that was a great performance. Yes. Then we flash And back. she says, I told you we were cut from the same cloth. Uh-huh. And then we get the flashback that – And I totally forgot about this. Mm-hmm. This was a big drop. Yep. Uh, I remember – how shocked i was yep. when this happened it was like you've got to be kidding not yep. only is eileen working with fabri but now emre is involved and not just now emre is involved this was his brainchild yeah he's the one that's speaking in fabri's office like listen yeah. don't sell your shares back to my brother yep 
use Eileen as your representative. Mm-hmm. She'll be your eyes and ears mm-hmm. because my brother will go nuts and he'll be off his game basically. Yep. And all like, and then, you know, we'll start doing what we need to do. Yep. Now, here's the interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And, Fa- and you, they make a point to let us see that Fabri sees this too. Eileen goes to grabs Emery's hand. Yes. She's like, we're a great team. You can count on us. And Emery jerks out of her hand. Yes. So, so many questions. I One, know. Then why are you doing this, Emery? Mm-hmm. Why are you working with her and doing this? Yeah. If clearly you don't like her. Yeah. Like you jerked away from her grabbing your hand. Yeah. And Fabri saw it too. So he clearly knows there's, you know. Right. Something. Yeah. And um, again, like. What now at this point, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, that's um, actually the question of the week is like, what do you think Emre's goal is right. with this? Because to, I agree with you. I think it's very confusing uh-huh. where he's at right now mm-hmm. because we're seeing all of these different things. You know, he f- we got a flashback last mm-hmm. episode to the car accident and him thinking about John yelling at him before the car accident. Right. And clearly he has not forgiven his brother mm-hmm. because he's still conniving behind his back but so to what end exactly mm-hmm. so is he just trying to get the agency back mm-hmm. is he is he actually done with eileen because to me if you're actually done with this woman then why are you even do like why are you gonna keep yourself connected with her at all right even if it's just for whatever the subterfuge it happens right. to be and really what i mean what is fabry getting out of this other than just annoying john by still being involved right what is he actually gaining from this yeah how is him keeping his shares going to quote ruin john right because that's what he wants he wants to ruin john because he's been embarrassed by him well and that sure seems like it's what emory wants to happen too right he's going along with this situation and again if he really wanted to he could be doing all of this without eileen he could have just gone to fabry himself Mm -hmm. like that's what I don't Cause get. Because he's a shareholder too. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't. They could have, to just the two of them, uh-huh. figured something out to push John out of the company. Exactly. But Because between again, the two of them, they, they would involved. hold more than John. Yeah. So I'm just, I don't know what the point was of this. I don't right. understand like the motivation anymore. Because at least, you know, when the show started, Emery's jealousy, he felt, you know, that he here he was working for his dad all this time john right. shows up for a day and he's given the company to run like right I, you know i he was still childish but at least you understood what his motivation was what is yeah. it here because like john's made it clear like i'm ready to put all this behind us let's do this company together you know he's i need trusting him i again. need you you need me mm-hmm. you know i'm not any more or less than you like you know we just wanted to keep this company running for dad like we both have the same goal so it's like what i I don't get it. And then, yeah. again, because Smart Son M isn't mm-hmm. buying anything Emery's selling, mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to confront him mm-hmm. because I still don't, even though he's already, you know, I don't believe that Snow Globe story. I don't believe any of this. She marches into his office. She tells him, like, I see what you're doing. You're playing games. You yeah. and Eileen and Fabry, you're all playing games with John. And Emery's <laughs> and like, then this. we're in uh-huh. this situation because of you. No, we're not. Yeah. The only reason the company was in a situation for her to even have her perfume to sell is actually because of you. Yep. Emray. So that. Plus, mm-hmm. the deal he's tri- he tries to strike with her. Again, what is your benefit? Yeah. <laughs> what is, 
it made sense in so 15. So guys, what the heck do you think is yes, happening? <laughs> because it made sense in 15 when he's like, yes. I need her I need her gone yep. because she's going to tell my brother everything. Well, your brother knows everything now. So by you saying, I'll make you a deal. If you really love my brother, then leave. Leave this agency. Leave his life. And I'll get rid of Eileen. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do we have a deal? You know, goes to shake her hand. And John walks in and just sees the very tail end of whatever their interaction is. And him offering her his and hand. And him offering her his hand. Yeah. And it ends. So, but the thing is, like, what even is he gaining from this? I, I'm so confused by these last, like, five minutes. Yeah. Even more so than I think I was the first time. Yeah. I agree. That I'm like, I re- I don't I understand his motivation way. other than just the fact that he's a bad guy. Yeah. But every bad guy has a motivation. They have a way to gain from it. Right. I don't, I don't understand anything he has to gain. Yeah. Right now, it just feels like he's trying to screw everything up for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. But <laughs> like, for no reason. Like, everyone be mm-hmm. damned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and... And Emre is just like, burn all the bridges, yeah. set fire to everything. Yep. But why? Like, what is the, Yeah. what's the end goal? What are you trying to do? Guys, yep. what do you think is happening? What do you think was the reason that he did any of this? Right. Um, I want to know too. I yeah. really am curious what you guys thought because yeah. I really don't like, know Like, are we missing something? Yeah. What are in, we missing? In what his, what is leading him into doing this? Um. Yeah, that whole thing. I, I totally agree. Just super confusing. And at this point, to me, why would he trust Fabri? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's just so many questions. It just doesn't really make sense to me. It seems like the only reason he's using – here's what I will say. The only reason he's using Fabri is because he sees how he sets John off. He saw it last episode. That's a good point. But again, I don't know what – I need to know what Emery's motivation is. Right. Like, an, his his core motivation. Right. I get I get the using Fabri. If you have, if you're trying to, you know, well, he's a good tool. He's a good tool. Yeah. I don't understand though the foundation right. at all. I don't. So you guys tell us what we're missing. Are you just as confused as us? Right. What the heck's going on? Yeah. I mean, is he is he delusional? Like, right. Like, does he think? Because I know that his whole the whole thing with him and Layla even. Like he yeah, talks he about John how about she has a pure heart. She exactly. makes him want to be a better person. Exactly. She encourages exactly. the good in him. Yeah. And so it's like, are, have you just lost your mind? Yeah. Like, are you delusional to where you think that that you're somehow building a mm-hmm. better future for mm-hmm. yourself by, you know, doing stuff with Layla and yeah. enjoying being around her and and like maybe he's sort of justifying his actions with something like that with right. a, a quote unquote good girl. You know what I mean? Yep. So there are so many confusing things about Emery this episode. Agree. So, and apparently he's willing to throw Eileen out to the trash if if Sanem leaves. Right. But if Sanem leaves, how is he going to be with Layla? Like I don't know. Yeah, that's all right. So even <laughs> if she agreed, crazy. even if she agreed with you, what are you getting out of this? Yeah. There's yep. just yeah, none of this makes sense to so. me. The whole wanting Sanem to leave would would could only be. A, to get her off his back mm-hmm. because he can't do his dirty deeds because she doesn't believe anything. So she's going to be keeping an extra eye on yeah, him. Yeah, she's going to be a thorn in his side. So he probably just wants to get rid of her for that. And also, if he really hates his brother that much, he would just want to hurt his brother. Yeah. And for... And Sonam leaving would hurt him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that is almost even more diabolical and mean-hearted mm-hmm. to me than trying to get the company back from John. Yeah. Yep. So... Anyway, clearly we have strong feelings about this, guys. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's a good question. 
So we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. It's funny because I feel like the next 10-ish episodes, mm-hmm. maybe even the next 15, mm-hmm. they're all a little like fuzzy in my brain. Yeah, I – no. For me, I'm good. It's – it's I'm 22 and 23, I remember very well. Okay. 24 on is all going to be mush. I It will be probably – I mean, I'll start to remember, I'm sure, as we watch them. Right. But – it's going to be a lot like watching it for the first time yes. because there's a handful in those two that I've never watched with subtitles. So oh. some of these I will be watching for the very first time with subs. I wonder if I'm the same. I might be. I'm sure you will. Yeah. I'm pretty sure most of the 20s I did. But yeah. I a huge amount. In like amount, the late 20s and then the 30s. Yep. I, I, it's, I'm not going to remember anything. Yeah. Well, and like <laughs> I said, the, I think most of the 30s for me, I don't. I think there's maybe one or two I watched subbed. Yeah. I saw them all live. Right, right, right. Me too. But I've seen every episode. But. Yes. So it, which I'm actually kind of excited about. Yeah. Just because it, I feel like we'll have a lot more. We'll have fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all of our reactions are genuine, but it'll be nice to have some of these reactions for the very first time. Yeah, that's true. So anyhow. So yeah. Find us on social media, guys. It's all in the episode notes. Yeah. I will also include the spellings for the two DZs uh, I mentioned. Yes. For Kara Sevda and uh, Sia Baez Ashk. Mm -hmm. Have those spelled in the notes for you. Uh, our website, email, social media, all that's on there. So. Yep. So contact us if you want. Yeah. Come and hang out until, with us there. Yep. Until next time. Go to shoes. Go to shoes.